What's happening, you beautiful souls? Welcome to the Blissful Balance Podcast. I am Amanda Riley, and today we are going to talk about the greatest gift I never knew I needed. So when I was 18, I remember I thought with quite certainty that I would never be a single mom and I would never have an abortion. Fast forward a few weeks just after my 25th birthday and me realizing that in fact I was going to be a single mom or I was going to have an abortion. I had been feeling off for a couple weeks and my best friend says out of the blue, dude, I think you're pregnant. I was like, what? That's crazy. We just party too hard. I need to give my body a break. She says, I have a sense of these things. You need to take a test. It took a day or two to finally buy a test, and I thought I should maybe grab a couple just in case. At this time in my life, I was a personal trainer working a split shift schedule, which means I would train in the morning and the afternoon, typically 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., and then back 4 p.m. to 3 p.m.-ish on a typical day. Now, during my break one day, I finally took a test. I didn't even finish peeing on that stick when a positive popped through. My body absolutely froze. Feeling paralyzed, I could feel my heart racing. It felt like it was going to jump out of my chest or explode. My breathing shortened. I couldn't catch my breath. I was becoming lightheaded. My body was on fire, yet it was freezing all at the same time, and I was just shaking without control. No, this simply cannot be true. There is no way that I am pregnant. I took another test. Same result. I took another test. Same result. I was, in fact, pregnant. The next few days were much of a blur. My immediate reaction based in absolute complete fear was that I had to have an abortion as there was no way in hell I was going to tell my parents that I was pregnant out of wedlock by a man that I never had any intention of being with long term. Fuck. 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 Since I had already been one that had struggled with suicide thoughts since I was about 12, suicide seemed like a very logical plan to get myself out of this mess. The only thing that has ever actually stopped me and stopped me at this time of committing the act is knowing someone would have to find me and I simply could not give someone that level of trauma. With one of the first thoughts being abortion, it took after eight weeks, I finally made the appointment. When I called, they told me I'd be another two weeks out. Within this time, God placed many humans in my path that acted on angels as behalf of who we now know as Talon. Multiple interactions occurred in that short period of time that made it harder and harder to even think of terminating this pregnancy. I remember one night being at a friend's party. Uh, it was for a football game and everybody was drinking and I kept saying, no, I'm, I'm just on the wagon for a little bit. I'm just on the wagon for a little bit. I need to, I need to detox and rehab a little bit. And this married couple that I was with, I was with Ryan, my roommate at the time, we had gone over to their house and they had said, you know, we're just so proud of you for sticking to your guns on this. This is super impressive. And I just broke down and started bawling and said, 
there's nothing to be proud of because I'm actually pregnant. And they were the first people that I had told outside of um, Ryan, my roommate, my best friend, Angelie. And they just looked at me and thought, said, okay, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm having an abortion. And they both looked at me a little confused. I'm like, I don't want to have to get on that table and have to have an abortion. So I'm sober until this decision is made. And they said, okay, so what has you choosing abortion? Like, why are you going to do that? And I, I said, because I can't face my parents and tell them who I'm pregnant by, my grandparents, the disappointment, the shock, the way people are going to talk about me, what people are going to have to say about me. And they looked at me and they're like, yet none of that stopped you from doing what you were doing anyway. And I just stared at them. And the one, you know, she was told that it was very unlikely that she could conceive children. And she said, I just have never, never been able to fathom how a woman can terminate a pregnancy. And your reasons for terminating are because you're scared of what people are going to think of you. Yet you continue to live in a way that would be judged by them. But it didn't stop you. So why are you allowing this to allow you to make one of the biggest decisions of your life? That was a real reality check. Um, like I said, there were multiple things that had occurred before that, but um, that was a big one. And then the final straw, the night before my scheduled abortion, this was the tip of the iceberg. This, this was it. At the time, I was living with my friend Ryan, and he had season tickets to the Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks. I was living in Seattle. Now, a couple things about knowing knowing about Seattle and knowing about how I look at signs now. So the Seahawks were playing the Packers. It was supposed to be one of Brett Favre's last games because he was going to retire at the end of the season. So all of that. Um, something to know about Seattle. When I was living in Seattle, it was between 2005 um, and 2008. In that time period, things have shifted a little bit, but snow was very, very rare in Seattle. And if it snows in Seattle... The whole city is shut down because they don't have trucks and salt and sand and all that stuff to clear it out. It's very hilly. It's very hard to get along and these people are not equipped and the snow melts just as quickly as it settles down. So <clears throat> keeping all that in mind, the night before my abortion, Ryan brought me to a Packers Seahawk game. Like I said, this is supposed to be Brett Favre's last game and it's snowing in Seattle. So... I don't even remember who won that game. I literally have no idea who run, won that game. I remember driving home and it was horrendously brutal because of the snow and thinking I don't want to die, which is ironic when you think about the suicidal thoughts that will plague us. And then when you're faced with death and not wanting to die and that ride being super scary and then getting home, getting a, a call from another friend who told me that a different friend of ours was told that she couldn't conceive naturally and it was like unlikely she could have more children. That night I lay in bed thinking, I'm about to have an abortion and this woman can't have more kids. For the love of God, give me a fucking sign. At this point, I was being completely oblivious to all the signs he was giving because there were nonstop signs the entire time that I knew I was pregnant. After crying and barely sleeping, I... Finally got out of bed and discovered that the clinic was closed. 
All right, God, that's a big sign. You literally just shut down a fucking city to save this child that's growing inside of my womb. Got it. I am going to be a single mama. There are plenty more details to share when it comes to all of this. Today is not the day. In that moment, my life was completely altered. I was going to have to face the truth and start planning accordingly. I was now about 12 weeks pregnant. Up to that day, the first trimester had been horrendous. I experienced severe depression. I couldn't hardly eat a thing but Skittles. My daughter actually jokes. This is why she has such a sweet tooth. And I went from 135 pounds to 123 in that first trimester. I lost 12 pounds in my first trimester. I know that there are plenty of women who'd be like, oh, I wish that was my case. No, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Absolutely not. Once I came to terms with the fact that I was having a baby, I was introduced to the secret. I watched that and thought, this might be my only pregnancy, so it's time to change my mentality right now and embrace every single second. I dove in on what was going inside of me. I took care of my body. I fueled it. I worked out. I rested when I needed. I finally started feeling good. My skin was clear. My mind was clear. And I had a miracle growing inside of me. Telling people still wasn't a thing I was doing as I had no idea how to tell my parents another story for another day. But I felt good. And this little one was going to be my everything. Now let's fast forward to the end of the pregnancy, to June 18th, 2007. I went to the doctor this day. I was full of excitement. I was going to see a couple more clients on the 19th, and then I was going to prep my body for birth. I was going to get my hair done. I was going to get my nails done. I was going to shave, and I was going to rest the rest of the evening on the 19th because I believed with every fiber of my being I was giving birth on June 20th. Well, when I went in the doctor, I'm like, I feel things moving. I'm going to have this baby on Wednesday. She actually laughed at me and told me that there's no way possible that that was going to happen because there's nothing happening. I told her she was wrong. I felt it. I knew something was happening. I was having a baby on Wednesday. She was insistent that she would see me next week. Baby still inside. That night I went home and I bawled. I have to have this baby on the 20th. I have, I only have so much time off and I only have so much money before I have to work again. If this baby doesn't come on the 20th, I'm going to have to go back to work be- while I'm still pregnant or I'm going to sacrifice the time I have with her when she's here. That night I ended up passing on what was called passing out on this giant love sack. Um, it's a giant bean bag if you don't know it, if you're not familiar with it. Since I hadn't been sleeping solid hours of time, my mother and my roommate, Anjali, let me sleep. They said I passed out around 9 p.m. I know I woke up around 3 a.m. And I thought, six hours. That was great. I went to the bathroom and I laid back down to go to bed. No sooner than laying down, I was ready to jump out of bed again. As I thought, I just peed into the bed. How the fuck did that happen? Pregnancy is a fucking trip sometimes, you guys. I got up and I discovered I didn't pee and my water just broke. I immediately woke up my roommate. She snuggled into my bed and we ate nut goodie bars and popsicles and thought, holy shit, today's the day. Around 6 a.m., we thought we might as well get up and shower and get ready for the day because this is the last day before motherhood. Morning before motherhood, really. On June 19th, 2007, 
One day after the doctors told me that I was at least a week out and there was no way I was having this baby, one day before I believed with every fiber of my being that I was going to become a mother, I gave birth to my daughter, Taylin Luella Riley. Seven pounds, 10 ounces, and a full head of hair, I met my new world. I loved every second of labor and delivery. I loved the energy of it. I loved how aligned I felt with my body, and I loved how powerful I felt. It was an amazing and beautiful experience as I was supported by my best friend, Anjali, my doula, Michelle, and my mother. Also another story for another day. The moral of all of this is God has incredible plans for us that far exceed what we even know is possible. An entire city was shut down to save my daughter who saved my life. People smile when I say this, not realizing I mean, 100%, she saved my life. I was living in ways before her that would not lead me to my greatest good. She aligned me to my purpose. She has manifested the most beautiful things in our life and our world, and she inspires me to keep going when the world feels like a bit too much. She is the greatest thing I never knew I needed. As always, there's plenty more to say about this, but this is just the baseline of information and in itself is, avail- is valuable. If you'd like more information on or want to connect with me, feel free to reach out via Facebook, Instagram, email, through my website, amandarileywellness.com. My mission is to empower you with education and healing to ignite your light so you can shed what no longer serves you and step into the awesomeness of your divine badass self while sharing unique gifts with others in love for the highest good of all. Thank you for tuning in, and today I sign off. <laughs>